Hey everyone, I'm Divya, and this is Uplift, a show where we meet everyday women being everyday phenomenal. And today, uh, we're back with another episode of Badass Entrepreneurs. And we have Anne today, who is my badass entrepreneur friend, and she started her new venture, Anne Gottlieb Design. What a great name. We're going to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Welcome, Anne. Thank you for having me. Nice uh, to meet you all. Uh, it is so good to um, see you. I feel like since COVID hit, I haven't seen you. It's been a I while. Know, I know. It's been right? a while. Yeah. And we have to get drinks at some point. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to do this quick today. So can you tell us a little bit about your business venture? Yeah. So um, I recently started my own residential interior design business um, after practicing interior design in the corporate and retail world for um, almost 20 years now. Um. And you've you've had a lot of experience. You worked with like multiple companies. Um, how did the how did the inspiration? Why did you become an interior designer? It it really started uh, when I was very young. I always really loved people going into different people's homes, and I remember getting really excited about homes that were pretty cool at that time. Um, and I remember my mom thinking like, "What do you care so much about this for?" And I was also super into fashion, and I would have my mom take me to New York City. We would pick out fabrics at Jill Zarin's fabric shop, um, and um, then she would make me clothes that I would draw up. So I've kind of always been really interested in design ever since I was pretty little. Okay. Um, did your mom have influence on you? Not Does at she, all. My no? parents have no style or taste. <laughs> They don't dress well. Their house is a mess. And what yeah. about like anybody in your family? Like, have, why were you the only one? I mean, I my grandma on my mom's side liked drawing up homes, um, and she at the t at in the sixties had a really cool mid century modern house. And some of my dining chairs here are from her. But to be honest with you, though, like her taste was only cool in that time. It didn't evolve, you know, like. She didn't continue to like mid-century modern. Her, so honestly, I don't. We're getting back to what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, there was her, and she was definitely, I think, probably part of it. But like, she was not super into style and taste. So you don't I don't want know. to give you a grandma break. I know. No, I feel. I mean, like I'm just like when I knew her. You know, she wasn't like dressing stylishly or anything. Yeah. I mean, she didn't have like this crazy cool home. But I know when my mom grew up, she did. So you know, I don't know. Okay. Um, and you went to school for it, I'm assuming? Yes. I um, actually started off college at SCAD for fashion design. And then um, my dad was really worried I wouldn't make any money and that I should be a lawyer or a doctor. So I switched to Virginia Tech and was pre-law. And I just, I was sleeping through my classes. Um, so I happened to meet somebody in a Greek history class that was staying up all night and not sleeping. And I thought that was just so fascinating. I couldn't understand why. And she told me she was an interior design major and I didn't even know that that existed. Yeah. And I literally walked out of that class that day and went down and changed my major. Wow. It's that must have been weird, but yeah. What about out. your parents? What was their reaction to that? I don't remember. I think my dad was worried I wasn't going to make any money. And I don't remember my mom even saying anything. She was probably just like, oh, well, whatever. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being it. <laughs> but it's what I'm supposed to be doing for sure. I just, yeah. And what do you specialize in? 
Um, right now, residential interiors, um, but I did a lot of hospitality and retail design before switching to solely to uh, residential. Gotcha. Aww. What are the uh, main differences that between a designing like a commercial space, office space, or like a retail or residential? So I would say with designing an office, you definitely it's it. Obviously, you want it to be tied to the to the company's mission and a way to make working there as efficient and as best as it could be. So, like, if you're a design firm, you want to make sure it's collaborative. If you're more of a law firm, you want to figure out a way for them to have the most focus um, and get what they can do done the best that they can. But it be you can have. I I mean, I guess. Uh, um, other interior designers might disagree with me. I wouldn't say an office space, though, is as highly themed as retail, hospitality, and restaurants, which once I realized that they existed, my brain just it clicked a lot better. And having that real reason to design for a brand and what the brand is trying to attract people to, mm -hmm. that just made me went nuts. And it was even cooler that you could come up with these crazy concepts and they didn't seem tacky. Right. You know, a lot of times I felt like concepts that I would try to come up with for corporate spaces felt forced and felt tacky. But in retail and hospitality, I mean, you could talk, use tacky words and it was like, yeah, that's what we want people to feel. So in retail and hospitality, you really want people to feel an emotion and and be surprised and be delighted when they walk into the space and meander around the space so much more so than when you're talking about an office. Yeah. And it's all about those surprise and delight moments that you can find as little golden nuggets. Right. You know, when you're when you're wandering through. Um, but with residential, what I really like is that it's so highly personalized. And what I tell my clients is, is I'm not designing for me, which I found a lot of designers to do. I'm designing for the client. It's it's kind of bringing the client's maybe thoughts or dreams yeah. into reality into a way hopefully better than they could have ever thought it would be executed. Um, and I like that it's a more emotional, personal space than any other space I've worked on before because people's interests are so highly vested in what you're coming coming up with and they truly have to enjoy it and live in it. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to nail it. I would say so much more so than a corporate space because it's, yeah. you know, if people don't like it, I mean, you know, who really cares? They've already spent all that money and... Exactly. They're sticking with it, but someone's home, if they don't like it, I mean, they're going to, if it really pisses them off enough, they'll move. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The idea has been in the making for a very long time. Why now? Um, you know, I think with COVID, like so many different people, it has become a time that you think about what it is that you truly want. And I just kind of realized I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. I wasn't learning anymore. And I had wanted to start a business before I turned 40. And it just kind of seemed, I'm going to be 40 in December. It just kind of start, started to seem like the right time to do it. Um, and things quickly just started falling into place. Yeah. You know, it's weird. You're really scared at first. Um, so, 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 so scared. But it's once you make the leap to actually leave your full-time job and just do it, the, I don't know, it gets, I feel a lot less scared now. Yeah. So when you finally decided to take the leap, um, what was the first thing you did? 
Uh, well, I still kept my job at the time. I worked, I think I did it for about six months, but um, I got a lawyer. And um, I wanted to make sure that my business was set up properly so that in case I got too busy later on, I wouldn't have any consequences of not doing that at the start. So I wanted to get that sorted. And then I worked towards getting um, a trademark for my name and my logo because um, there actually is another Ann Gottlieb out there that's super oh, famous. Really? Yeah. Like design? She creates all the scents, like Dove and oh. you know, you know, a lot of Unilever scents and then a lot of signature perfumes. And she's great. We actually met. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, I just I wanted to make sure that all ducks were in a row. The second thing I did was think about how I wanted to be represented as a business. And so I thought about what my logo would be and created a logo and then kind of how else my business would read on all platforms. So print media, creating different social media accounts and, and what I wanted to represent and show on those. Building a website. What is it that I wanted my website to share about my business? Did I want it to have my process? Um, how I think about things. Um, you know, thinking through things like that. That'll take some time. Um, and then the next thing I did was figure, you have to figure out your money situation. Where are you going to have your business banking? Where are you going to get a corporate credit card from? Because um, those types of things don't happen overnight, especially when you're starting a new business. There's a lot of checks and balances. Mm -hmm. And I definitely recommend with going with a bank that has a physical branch that you can go to um, and the one that takes wires. Um, because when you don't have that, it actually kind of, it, you'll, you'll eventually see it'll, it'll, it'll be a struggle. Um, and then after that, you know, like I paid someone fabulous to do my headshots. I wanted to make sure that my uh, marketing material came across as the brand I wanted to represent. They're amazing pictures. I've seen them. Oh, thank you. And then I have to say probably the best thing that I've done to date is join a B, B as in boy, N as in Nancy, I as in Igloo group. Um, and that's basically like a support system of other small business owners and the purpose is for you to give referrals to the people in your BNI group. Um, and if you are giving other people referrals, you in return will get your own referrals. And I have, I would say probably half of my revenue to date has been from my BNI group. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, you said there are multiple chapters. There are multiple chapters of BNI. Um, well, they're, they're all over the world, but there's multiple chapters even in the Northern Virginia area. And actually, if anybody wants to ask me about it, just reach out to me. But the cool thing is, is with each group, you can't have more than one person um, with that specialty. So there's no other interior designers allowed in the group. And that way we're not competing for business, which is really great. You build this like community, right? It's like, mm -hmm. that's like your pod basically. Yeah. And you're just out there to help each other out. Yeah. And I, you can connect with them at any time and get, you know, resources and help on, you know, things about starting your own business. And BNI offers a lot of courses about different things you need to be thinking about and, and, and having a coach and a plan. So is it a, like a membership, like you have to pay for it? You do have to pay for it, okay. um, but I would have to say it is it has been very well worth it. Gotcha. Yeah, I definitely paid for the membership and then some by a long shot. Okay. Um, so in doing all of these things um, and going through your process, uh, what was the most challenging thing that you faced? Um, <clears throat> I did not – the process I used for design in commercial and retail – did not work at all for residential. So I 
realized I needed a different process. Um, and one of my really good friends, Jessica Taylor Williamson, she also owns another interior design business, JTW Design in Richmond. She told me about a course I could take called the business of design. Um, and that saved me. That process works. And so, you know, after my first few stumbles of what I thought was the right process, I've been implementing that and it's, it's amazing. So I would suggest whatever field you're going into, see if there's some kind of a really good recommended training course. And you might be able to get good recommendations from people on Insta or Facebook. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll see what the pulse is. Okay. But yeah, that was probably the hardest is figuring out my process. Um, when and you also, there's, you also have to keep telling yourself inside, like, you can do this. Yes, you are the one making all the decisions, but do it. Don't be scared. That's uh, it's really hard to do. I think to listen to your gut is yeah. not, not like an easy thing. Yeah, you definitely have to start listening to your gut with your own business. Okay. So what's next for you? Um, You know, I think eventually I would... I wouldn't like my business to grow to any more than 10 designers. And then in addition to that, you know, other people to help support things like accounting and stuff like that, things that um, I don't like to do. Um, but I, you know, just really like to get my name on the map in the U.S. for residential design. And then it would be great to kind of get back into hospitality and retail eventually. Oh, so give us some of your best tips on how to think about um, changing things up for your home. First thing is, is what's your budget going to be? Um, and think, do some research on what numbers in your area are covering and ask your friends, ask on Facebook groups how much things are costing so that you have realistic expectations on what it is you can achieve for the amount of money that you can spend. And then I think after that, you know, once you kind of hone in on exactly what it is you're going to do, get inspired by things on Pinterest and start to track with all the things that you're pinning. Are there common threads between them to start to give you an idea of, oh, I think maybe that is something I like and I need to make sure that I do that. Or I think that may be a style I like and I need to make sure I need to do that. For instance, like if you're looking at kitchens, mm -hmm. if you keep pinning images that have teal backsplash tiles or square backslash tiles, maybe it's a sign, mm. you know, when you're thinking about your kitchen, you need to start making sure you hone in on, on picking something like that. And then I would say past that point, you have to determine, do you want somebody to help you with the renovation or is this something you're going to do it yourself? Um, if you, if you feel like you can't get it past it, then obviously, you know, hire an interior designer. If you feel like you can do it yourself, you know, start researching based upon those Google images. Where are all those items coming from? Mm -hmm. And, you know, start start your shopping and start figuring out, you know, a contractor that can build together what it is that um, you're pointing out in the pictures that you like. I mean, the supply chain is really bad during COVID, right? Like, I've been mm -hmm. waiting for my couch for like eight months now. Yeah. So at this point, I really, really like the couch. But I am at a point where should I just start redoing my search but even if i do you'll still have to wait still right have to wait anyway right so i would call the company and try to talk to a couple different people and ask them like is my is my sofa on the boat like is it already loaded or has it not been loaded on the boat like okay if it has then like did it get lost in the warehouse like start asking a lot of questions and you'll uh, this is what I do it all the time because I'm like where's my order where's yeah. my order 
you just keep asking them a couple times and then they start doing more research and then you start to figure out in reality like when your piece is really coming because maybe they've lost it. Yeah. Maybe it came into the furniture warehouse oh boy. and they lost it. Ooh, I, hope that's I can definitely do that. Mm. Well, thank you so much yeah, thank for all you. the tips and being on the show. And I know we had to do a couple of takes, but I really appreciate you spending no, the time you. with me. Thank and you. And Harry here being the hero of the show. You're so cute right here. You can nice, see, right? Kind of. Kind of. Nice to meet you all. Thank you, everyone, for watching and liking and subscribing. Please share this video with your friends and family. And had a lot of good tips on how to start your business, like what processes to go through, and also some really good tips on home designing. So thank you so much, and I'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.